Good morning, LKN. The music is just wanting to not work today. It's just said, no, absolutely, we will not play your music. And so I'm going to find out who's messing with this stuff, because somebody is. Justin Kazepis, good morning, LKN. Mentioned the lake this past weekend. Uh, had a chance, did have a chance to get out there with the fam a little bit. Uh, and pretty cool situation happens. So we're out on the lake. All of a sudden, Demi pauses. Do I hear ice cream music right now? I know I hear the ice cream jingle. And I'll be honest, my hearing isn't the best. It's not what it once was. Still determining whether or not that's by choice. Still working through that medical scenario. But I didn't hear this ice cream jingle. I do see this boat with these flags flapping. Just getting it. Having a good time. And then all of a sudden, I do start hearing this jingle. And this boat is rapidly approaching. We'd like to find like a little beach spot, you know, a little island you can pull up on, kind of a mini sandbar type thing. And then this boat comes out of nowhere with these banner flags flapping ice cream. And it's that classic, classic ice cream jingle. And they're slanging ice cream. You got to check him out. He's on, his name's Trevor. He's on uh, Instagram, icecreamboat.tpc. Trevor, P as in Paul, C as in his last name. It's his initials, TPC. Sorry, Trevor. I didn't want to butcher your last name. But icecreamboat.tpc on Instagram. You got to check it out. It was genius. Love the entrepreneurial spirit. Absolutely love the entrepreneurial spirit. And the, it couldn't have been better timing. The kids were, were, were wrapping up the evening. We wanted to cruise a little bit longer. But how do you maintain uh, the attention of the average age of two to six? Ice cream usually works. And so all of a sudden, then they're getting the house down, Oreo ice cream sandwiches. Me, I go, I go for the uh, classic drumstick. That's just, that's just what I'll pick. Seven out of 10 times. And it better be car caramel filled. Caramel? 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 Caramel. Better be caramel filled. Maybe a little fudge filled. Classic ice cream sandwich. They even had the fruit pops. My daughter loves the fruit pops. So we got to enjoy some ice cream on the lake. Didn't have to bring it, worry about it melting on us. Because Trevor kept him cool. Had him on ice. Ready to go. And then he just went about his business. Just kept going on. Dishing out happiness. So he was on the South Side Lake. So check out his Instagram because he announces where he's going to be at, too, on the lake. So icecreamboat.tpc on Instagram. Pretty cool. I got to give it to you, Trevor. That was, uh, you know, I've been wondering for a long time about vendors on the lake. And there's a couple of boats that do some vending out there. But the ice cream, that was a good touch. That's a good touch. And, hey, if you're, if you're just going to be out on the lake anyway enjoying the time, why not throw some ice cream into it, you know? Figure that out. It was a good time. All right, let's get word of the day, Frank. How we feeling? I'm feeling froggy. How about yourself? I think let's, I'm ready. I'm a little it. nervous, but uh, All right. this is, uh, we're going to see what this word of the day is. So our word of the day is Octothorpe. 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 All right, so this is where Frank gives me a word of the day. And I've got to guess what the definition is. It's a noun. 
It is a noun. So, Octothorpe is a noun. So it's a person, place, or thing. It is a person, place, or thing. Okay. That's correct. Octothorpe. Can you use it in a sentence for me, sir? I will I will try. Are you going to make up a sentence, too? R- right now. Oh, gosh. My grandfather was confused at all of the Octothorpes that were on the internet. Oh, gosh. All of the Octothorpes on the internet. Well, there's a lot of, lot of misinformation on the internet. There is. There's a lot of yeah. websites on the internet. Yep. There's a lot of content on the internet. Am I anywhere close? Almost. Almost. Give me, can you give you're me one more close. sentence? Give me one more sentence. Uh, let's see. Since you're making them up now anyway, too. Yeah. It's, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what we can do. Uh, let's see. The answering machine service told me to press the Octothorpe to continue. Push the button? Push the button? You're, it's it's you're getting close. Oh my it's a gosh. particular button. Okay, told me to press the numbers, the numbers on the internet, the letters, the keys. The, the, you're you're the, extremely close with numbers. The digits with all the digits. Just one button. It is a single button. Enter. It it, it is an enter. Backspace. No, think think old school phone. Like a rotary phone. Like. Uh, yeah, like rotary phone or you know, buttons on the you know end on the phone. Call, divide, multiply, subtract. You have an interesting phone. <laughs> well, it's got every button you can think of, depending on the screen. <laughs> Period. Old school phone. Old school phone. Like one, two, like, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. There, there, there you go. You're missing one. Oh gosh, pound. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. The pound. Wait, what was the sentence again? Because now I'm just lost. I don't even know where I'm at now. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, but Octothorpe. Octothorpe. So Octothorpe is a versatile symbol with many names. Among them is hash mark, number sign, or pound sign, right? So oh. hashtag, hashtag, that is the the actual name for that symbol. It's not just hashtag. It's the Octothorpe. Okay, so instead of saying hashtag, I can say, Octothorpe Selfie Monday. There we go. That's it. There we go. Octothorpe. Look, and I told Bill his homework. When he was gone, he has to take a random selfie with somebody. And so now what he's got to do is throw an Octothorpe into the family conversation. There you go. And we all should do that. You want to change it up at the party? You know how people, oh, hashtag cool. No. Octothorpe. Octothorpe. Wow. Frank, that's a strong one. I thought it was, uh, you know, Convenient since you know Twitter X all that fun stuff. We wow, let's, let's, let's mix it up a little bit. Octothorpe. Octothorpe. Well, and I did get um, the top-notch journalist team uh, here at WSIC. Um, my mom, she uh, texted me, so I forgot Elon had a kid named X something. It's like X. It was like deemed illegal in California, I think, or something like that. The name that his kid had, or something. So, so he's naming. He's now named Twitter after his kid. That's pretty bold. Now I kind of like it. I'm like, okay. Talk about leaving a family legacy. Hey, who are you? I'm X. Well, what do you mean you're X? No, 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 I'm X. Well, I thought X was a platform. Yeah. I am a platform. I get things done. Octothorpe X. Man, to use Octothorpe, that is going to shift the culture. I don't know how people are going to react to that, Frank. You may have just opened something up that people are not ready for. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But, hey, you know, you never know. Don't doubt the people, Frank. Don't doubt them. Octothorpe. So, uh, Octothorpe Monday. Right? Octothorpe Mondays. 
it just feels weird. I'm gonna have to start saying Octothorpe a little bit more. So, <laughs> you know, th- this past weekend I was, you know, again, I have all of our words ready to go, and uh, I was trying to think of different ways of saying these words and sentences. Mm-hmm. And uh, Octothorpe was throwing me for. It's fun to say. Yeah, it's really fun to say. It's a great thing to say. But using it in casual conversation. <sighs> It's going to be a little bit of a stretch. I'm going to have to practice it. I'm going to have to tear it down to the foundation. I'm going to have to go back to the bottom, rethink the enti- my entire being. So here's a crazy thing about Octothorpe. So looking at the etymology of the word, right? So breaking it down. Yeah. So Octo, it's, 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 uh, you know, its first known use was uh, 71 or something like that. Um, I thought that was 8. 78. No, I, I mean in general, octo, like, oh, yeah. like so octopus? Octo, yeah, it is eight. Okay. So it's like the eight little hash marks that are in, on the hash sign. Okay. But the second part of the word is unknown. They have no idea where it came from. There's some guesses out there, right? But as far as the Thorpe part, um, they think that it's a you know, one of the engineers that you know, Bell Labs, when they're developing uh, the touch tone you know, uh, technology, yeah. that the... Uh, one of the engineers' last name was Thorpe, and they, you know, just kind of made it up and put it together. But there's no documentation, so they have no idea where the Thorpe part of Octothorpe came from. But so again, it just has been. It, it just, it just has been. Yep. It's again interesting word. Okay, so Octo. Now we're getting. See, this is this is what I'm talking about with the word of the day. This is the level. So the Octo being the eight points. If you draw, draw, draw a tic tac toe board real quick. Just put it on paper wherever you're at. Scratch it down. You know, ghost write it on your hand real quick and count those. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Octo. Thorpe, wherever you're at, Thorpe, thank you. That's all we can say. That's all we can say is thank you. And I'm not, I'm not sure what else I can say except Octo Thorpe Mondays. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to roll right along. We're going to have uh, Jeff Stormont. Uh, with us uh, on the other side of this break. He's going to call in. We're going to chat with him. Power Cross Ministries, powercross.org. Uh, enjoy the conversations I've had with Jeff thus far. Want to see get an update, see what's going on with Power Cross right now, um, see how they're doing in the community, and uh, you're going to find out how you can help. You're also going to find out how you can help. And then after we uh, have a chat with Jeff, we're going to get into the national holidays because, you know, it's today is something out there, Octothorpe something. And so you, we're going we're gonna to do that. Good morning, LKN. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. It, it just feels so much better when there's some music there, you know? It's just, it's just the right way to start the day. Justin Kazepis, Frank's on the sticks today. Bill's out of town, living the life of luxury at the beach. He is, and I hope he's having a great time. You know, there's somebody taking the community by storm. And that's Jeff Stormont and his wife. They started Power Cross Ministries in Statesville. They've got multiple locations. And I had a chance to go by this facility in Statesville and check out Power Cross, met with Jeff and his team. To say I was impressed is, is, is an understatement. It doesn't even do it justice. Jeff, what's going on at Power Cross today? Today, the day is today, and to be honest with you, Justin, I just got back from a, uh, a little planning trip my wife and I went on, and uh, we are we are full-scale uh, football uh, right now. When I, when I say today, what would happen would be uh, we pick, start picking kids up a little bit after noon, 
Uh, we get into what I would call a county fair at that point, where some of the kids will go into a athletic practice, which is football season, or maybe baseball. The guy's still playing a little baseball. Other kids that are picked up at that time will go straight into a weight lift or a speed and agility. And then some other kids uh, that we pick up, depending on their age group, will go straight into a uh, Bible study or tutoring. Um, the only thing I left out was eating. Um, they'll all eat uh, a couple meals today. And when I say county fair, that's a football term. Uh, some people think it's some rides you go on and some candy apples you eat. But for us, us football guys, that's a football term, and the kids rotate about every hour. So that's ba- our basic daily programming, and the children will just rotate through it. Jeff, you see, you're talking right now in the in the fact that just because football season in an NFL level isn't happening doesn't mean you guys aren't serving the community, given that football is a big part of what you guys do. I, I got to be honest with you. When I saw the facility and I, and I saw that beautiful field you guys have, I was taken aback. I said, wow, uh, you guys are doing it pretty darn well. And for people who haven't seen it yet, they got to go to your website, powercross.org, and they got to check out the ministry and everything going on there. Obviously, your inspiration has to be pretty pretty strong in order for you to to, to make this decision, and, and it's hard to say that you didn't make the right decision. Mentally, for you and your wife, where are you guys at, do you think, in the cycle of this nonprofit? Are, are you in a growth mode? Are you kind of in a let's-see-what-happens mode? Mentally, where are you guys at as it relates to Power Cross right now? Uh, the, the real simple phrase that I can use um, is we're scratching the surface. Uh, we're not uh, we're not anywhere near we want to be, and I don't think that I don't know how much God's blessed us in Iredale County and in Statesville downtown. I mean, what he's done for us there has been amazing because we started out in our basement, and now you're, you're, you're fascinated by the work he's done on the masterpiece he built in the football field. So, you know, just us having a, a kitchen away from our kitchen in our home was a huge blessing. So he's blessed us left and right. But I just look at um, I look at our country, I look at our state, and I look at you know our community just locally. Just the tentacles could reach out, and we could be doing such a bigger job. Um, we've got we've got a highly trained staff now. And the needs there. I mean, people are calling Natalie and I and saying, you know, would you guys be interested in coming out, and letting us pitch how we can start a power cross in our community? So when I say that, I feel like we're doing a good job right now, but I, I'm more about doing a great job because we're supposed to do things as though we're doing them for the Lord and not for man. You, you, stewardship is a big part of any organization, life, company. Particularly, it's got to be a major part for nonprofits to survive. I, I, I want to commend you. You you have made a decision to remain debt-free. How, how important is that to you as you see the future of Powercross? Uh, you know, we let God lead us day by day, and uh, we try not to plan out years in advance we try to plan out a day in advance and do the best job we can do the next day when the business side of the ministry comes into play you know sometimes you have to make adjustments and debt free is something that i would always like power across to be able to have but moving forward 
I don't know if that's what God intends for us to do or not, so I don't want to speak on that just quite yet. Uh, what I do know is that it, in the past, if he has wanted us to do something, he has not only provided the children for us to work with, the staff for us to go in and work with the kids with, he's also provided us with the funding um, to do the next step. Uh, the first time that we really stepped out in what I want to call a leap of faith was the football field, and we were going to um, get a home ec or a business equity loan on our facilities for the football field. And the Lord just out of nowhere sent some donors um, up for a tour, and those donors said, how much is the football field? And we told them, you know, we were – under under construction on it we had just started pushing dirt and we had the finances to pay for about 25 percent of it and we were praying god would finish it off and you know those donors god sent them to write a check for the entire price of the football field so sometimes he wants us to get our feet in the water kind of like he did in scripture and uh just have them have them put their feet in the water before he parts it so that's a that's that's a tough question, Justin. So I'm going to follow his lead is what I'm going to answer, which is kind of a cheat a cheat answer. <laughs> well, it's like it's like if NFL games, right? Like if you had an EA Sports or EA Sports game, and like if Jesus was the character, right? He would probably be the first pick on every single team, right? In reality, so it, or when you're like with your friends right. and you're like, hey, who you could have anybody in the world on your team? Who would it be? It's like Jesus. Okay, all right, let's stop cheating and go forward. You talk about the ultimate <laughs> cheat code there. All right, so for the kids that you're serving, and we got a couple minutes before break, we hope you'll stick with us through digital. Um, we're going to give some exclusive uh, content to the digital family, and then we'll keep you with you on the other side of the break if you got the time for it. Um, wanted to see, so for the kids right now that you're serving, how many is that right now? Uh, if you walk in Power Cross, our facilities are set up to handle between 100 and 200 kids in Statesville. And uh, if you come in on any given day, you'll see around 100 to 125 kids. Uh, yearly, we're working with 250 to 300 kids, depending on the year. Uh, the way that works is, you know, all of our eight-year-olds, they come in three days a week. Um, our nine through 12-year-olds, they come in four days a week. And then once you hit the middle school age, you're welcome to come every day. So when I tell you we county fair, depending on your age group, we have to shift the kids around for the facilities that we have and, the, you know, kind of keep the budget. Um, and we've also found that that's the perfect amount of time to have a child. We don't want to take a child completely away from their family or completely, you know, just focus on Power Cross. We want them to have a life outside of Power Cross. So my, my short answer is 100 100 to 125 usually on a day. My long answer is we're servicing about 250 kids a year, depending on what sport you're playing. And you guys do multiple sports. Like you said, I've seen the indoor batting cages, which are phenomenal. Let me ask you, lacrosse. Is lacrosse ever going to hit that field, or, or is that a pipe dream for myself? <laughs> well, I don't know, Justin. Uh, what I like to tell everybody that comes up with a new idea for power cross uh, you can get on our website at powercross.org and you can uh, sign up as a volunteer. And if you have the skill set and the time to pour into a new sport at Powercross, we have kids that are interested in all kinds of things. The problem is, is we don't have, you know, we're our college prep. Um, Powercross currently has 50 kids who have came through our program that are on 
have received a college scholarship to play a collegiate sport. And so our goal is to do it the way it's supposed to be done. We don't want, we do play some rec ball sports um, for some kids that have that ability, but our goal is for kids to play collegiate sports in the long run. So shoot for the stars. If we, if we play in high school and we have a, a good season and we get a degree, we're happy with that. So lacrosse maybe, but I'm going to need a Justin to coach it. Fair enough. So our, our radio has now gone to break. We are sticking with you, though, Jeff, if that's okay, exclusively on our digital side. We are live streaming on WSICnews.com, Facebook.com, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, YouTube. And, and so operationally right now, is volunteers the biggest need? Obviously, there's always going to be a financial need. People should always want to give money to to a great organization, powercross.org. Check out the organization. But for, for an immediate need of operation right now, how necessary are more volunteers? tears for your day-to-day uh, that's that's critical uh pre-covid man we were running you know 10 to 20 volunteers a day at power cross since then that number dropped in half maybe maybe less than half uh, most of our volunteers were elderly um, when i say elderly they were the retiree age not elderly is probably not the word i should use and uh retirees were coming in and um, helping us uh, every day with tutoring with bible studies with serving so we we need volunteers desperately obviously finance is the number one thing we need but volunteers would probably be number two when you think about um what's going on in the community of statesville how do you see yourself and power cross as being a part of that community uh you know, the first thought that came to my mind was, you know, spreading the gospel, teaching teaching people about Christ. And I was one of those guys, I didn't want to go to church. Um, I'd been to church as a young man, and I didn't want to go back because I didn't want to put on a suit. I didn't want to put on my shoes. I did that Monday through Friday in, in the office, and I just didn't want to get dressed up. And then second of all, you know, now I know that there's a lot of broken people in churches, but I had kind of been hurt by some people in church. And so church wasn't somewhere I was eager to go find the Lord. So what I would tell people is Power Cross reaches a community that that God, that God intends to hear the gospel just at a different way. And so that's where I would say our biggest outreach is, or say, say our, number, our, our number two outreach is, it's just, uh, you know, education through athletics and education through spirituality, this daily discipleship, you know, being that father figure that stepped out of the house um, that's not really in the house anymore. And we're about to join back with our radio fam here, Jeff. So I'm going to reset the room um, in just a moment here. And uh, just so grateful for your time um, and all that you and your wife are doing in the community. Powercross.org. For anybody who wants to check it out, we're going to make sure we tag you guys, too, and, and try to spread. So hold on for me one second while I reset. Thanks. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Frank's on the sticks today. Bill's on vacay. He's on vacay. He's out living the life, doing, doing whatever it is he's doing right now. Lounging with his mojito, probably, or something. It is, it is almost 8 o'clock in the morning already.
But we've been talking with Jeff Stormont um, of Power Cross. Jeff, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I've been, I've, I've just known you on a first name basis. Am I even? I, I tried to come up with a cool hook, taking the community by storm. Am I even saying your last name right, Jeff? I'm so sorry if I'm not. I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking. What a great introduction. My nickname in college and high school was the Storm. Not for the reasons I wanted it to be, but uh, <laughs> you brought it. You you you, <laughs> you brought it back today, brother. You brought it back. There it is. So powercross.org. We had a chance to get a little bit more content out of Jeff during that break. There, wsicnews.com. Also, facebook.com, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. We video stream all of our local content. Jeff, so, so okay, operationally, volunteers obviously being crucial, anytime financial donations. Talk to me uh, more about the relationship in the community because you guys go and pick these kids up. It's not like you're just expecting them to come to you. You are meeting them where they are at. How did that come about? Why is that so important to you guys? Well, it started out, um, I was a new Christian, and I wanted to be a good spiritual leader in my home, so I started teaching kids, uh, teaching my son a Bible study in my house, and I thought I would start uh, with him, and about two weeks into it, he said, Dad, um, I really appreciate you teaching me this Bible study. It's a seven-year-old young man talking to me, and he said, uh, he said, Dad, I want you to, my, 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 my friends at school need it worse than I do. He said, I, I, I want you to teach them. They, they need a dad. And so that's kind of how I would say that the whole transportation situation started up was we picked up those three kids that he wanted to bring over that he had picked to come to the first Bible study ever at the Storm, the storm home, which was actually Power Cross at the time. We didn't know it yet, but that's what God was doing. And then the second part of that story is, you know, just put yourself in a single mother's situation. Um, you've got bare minimum when it comes to uh, the services you need to raise a child because God intended it to be a father and a mother, Adam and Eve. And if you, if you step out and, you know, you have a child and the child, the husband is not there, the father is not there, the mother needs help. So most moms try that um, on their own or have assistance from a grandparent or just assistance from other people, but they find that, that their child still needs that father figure. So what they do is they come up, sign their kids up at Power Cross, um, usually because there's a need that the child's acting up a little bit or not making good grades, or you know they just want them to be part of a team and they want to play, play a sport. Those are the three main reasons we get children. Um, God blesses us by sending them. And, what I would tell you is when that happens, mom's usually working. So put yourself back in her shoes again. She's working. She's got to go to work. The child gets out of school. You've either got to enter them in a daycare or an after-school program. And what Power Cross does, they let that child go home, let them put on their <clears throat> sports uniform, change clothes, get their homework, and bring it to Power Cross. And we got somebody there that will help you with your homework before you're allowed to go play. How I describe it, and then after that, you get your homework done. You know, it's you get a, you get a good warm meal while mom's still at work. And you know, our younger kids get finished up 7:30, 8 o'clock. Our older kids can stay later, but we try to get the kids home about you know after mom's had time to get home, change clothes, wind down a little bit, and um, 
you know, that's not always mom either. I always say mom because most of our kids are brought in there by mothers. But we do have some dads that plug in also. Whenever you consider the child and and when you guys almost onboard them, right? Like, because it's a process. How how active do you do you make it a part of that process to get to know the child's home life? Uh, that's a, that's pretty important. Uh, you can't you have to come in and sign up for Power Cross. Uh, <clears throat> the big the big part that a parent has to do is fill out the uh, the paperwork that tells us quite a bit about each child and tells us a little bit about their home life. And if you do that, we automatically tie that in when we punch in our computer. It, it, it teaches us the needs of that child, whether they're on um, free and reduced lunch, whether they uh, need help with transportation, um, where they're at, you know, automatically our academic advisor, Jillian, she goes in and finds out, gets their power school, finds out immediately where they're at academically. And then, you know, I don't know if you've ever coached a kid, but if you sit down and you coach a kid, the first, you know, if you're a good coach, first 10, 15 minutes, you're going to know immediately what kind of child you're working with. You know, if he doesn't want to participate, you know, you've got a problem. He's got a problem somewhere. If he's, if he's actively inclined to get in there and be a leader, you know he's, he's, he's had a little bit different uh, upbringing. So, you know, we get – we learn – tons about the kids the, I would say the first 48 hours they're in our ministry if you if you think back to the beginning of power cross is there a particular lesson throughout the the all the years what what would you say if you could surmise to one big lesson that sticks out the most to you uh pretty much uh, I, I can name you about 10 right now that go with this, um, and that's just uh, the Bible verse that Tower Cross is founded on, is train up a child in the way of the Lord, and when he's older, he'll remain upon it. And what Natalie and I have really learned about that lesson is, you know, when you find the father, and our kids come in thinking they're going to get an earthly father, and we introduce them to the heavenly father. And the lesson I and I have learned the hardest is that, you know, we don't always make the best decisions. Sin is real, and that goes for everybody on earth, and that's why God sent His Son Jesus to die for us. So, because we were sinners, and but the kids we work with, you know, we want them to come to Power Cross, you know, be the perfect student, make perfect grades, never get in trouble, score every touchdown, dunk in eighth grade, hit the game-winning three-pointer. You know, pin the kid on the mat, hit the home run. We want that kid, but that's not that's not realistic. What's realistic is we're all going to fall short of God's glory, and when we do that, um, it says when we're older, we'll remain upon it. It doesn't say that we're going to get on that line and we're going to stay on it forever. So God knows that everyone, including me and every child we work with, is going to continue to fall short. The key is, are we going to learn from that mistake, and when we're older? which tomorrow we're going to be older. Are we going to learn to make better decisions? Are we going to become that spiritual leader God wants us to be? And so that would be the one lesson that I would say that we, we teach the most at Power Cross. 
What's it like working with your wife in this? Because you guys are both ingrained. You and Natalie are both very ingrained in this. But I, I mean, I'm that's a calling too, even to work with your spouse. You know, like, hey, I'm, my wife's a kindergarten teacher, Jeff. I'm gonna be honest with you. There's days we get along really, really well, and there's days she tells me to go take my toys and sit in the corner by myself. Okay. It's just the way in our house sometimes. Uh, What's it like for you guys working together daily? Well, it is the greatest thing that ever happened to our relationship. I'll say that number one, because, you know, we were struggling prior to our commitment, our marriage commitment to the Lord. It wasn't, it wasn't all peachy. We were, we weren't the happy couple that we are now. But what I will say now is, is, you know, what we do is a grind. Um, there's a lot of kids out there that come into Power Cross and leave and don't like it and don't want to follow the structure. But working with Natalie every day has allowed us to not only show the kids at Power Cross, but to also show a lot of staff members, a whole lot of our staff, that God is in charge of our relationship. And you know, it, it's tough. Uh, when we were on vacation last week, Natalie and I, I don't want to call it vacation, I don't call it a planning week because we worked the entire time. But after we had, we were getting up at 6 a.m. and working until about 1 or 2 o'clock and then vacation in the evening. But what Natalie and I, um, what Natalie and I decided there about five days into the, uh, the time away was we needed a day apart. And so, I went down to the bottom of the mountain and did a little fishing, and she uh, stayed up at the top of the mountain and, and read, a, read a book. And, you know, I just say that separation is something that uh, everyone needs, not permanent, but just, you know, getting your own time away, getting in with the Lord. I, I get closer to the Lord when I get alone than I do any other time. And when I dive into His Word, listen to um, listen to some worship music, I am closest to Him. So, with all that being said, it's tough, but it's also the biggest reward to be able to spend 24-7 with your spouse. Amen, brother. Amen. Jeff Storman, uh, practice hard, play harder. I love that mantra. I try to live That's that right. mantra myself every single day, and you're an inspiration, sir. I know you're not going to give yourself any glory, and I and it's all the Lord's, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of earth praise here because you, uh, you sir, are somebody who I admire. Um, I'm grateful for what you're doing in the community. You're meeting people where they're at, trying to just love on them, show them hope, because sports are fun. I mean, when kids and pa- when teachers, you know, threaten kids of, hey, I'm going to call, I'm going to call power cross over calling your mom. Like that's pretty strong stuff right there, man. So I just want to say thank it you. Happened, f- yeah. I want to say thank you for your time. Powercross.org. Uh, you can check out Jeff and Natalie's team um, that they've got going on there at power cross. Uh, give them a look because uh, very few people um, understand the game and, and they certainly do. And so thank you again, Jeff. We're going to hit break right now. Good morning, LKN. On the other side, we're going to check a look at the national holidays because, you know, today is a day and there are some holidays out there. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Well, uh, it's 8 o'clock. It's actually 8.06 already. So if you're, if you're late going to, uh, to work today, don't, don't go speeding. Don't go speeding. I'm not, don't, don't say that Justin told me, boss, to, to go ahead and do this. 
That's not what I said. I didn't tell it to do that. And so uh, thanks to Jeff Storman uh, for, for joining us. Power Cross Ministries, powercross.org. Uh, he, he and his wife, Natalie, man, they are, they are doing some big things. And we're just uh, grateful for the time. Again, when you, when you see the facility, you know something's going on there. And so check them out, powercross.org. It is a, a day today, and there's national holidays going on. There's national holidays going on. Uh, national Cousins Day. Seems appropriate given that uh, hung out with some cousins uh, over the weekend. How many cousins you got, Frank? So my family is very uh, spread out. I have one cousin that I actively talk to. That's it? That's it. Just that one? Just the one. Okay. It's uh, my cousin Eddie. Eddie? Yep. Owns... Um, is that the one I met? The one you met. I yep. met Eddie. Yep. Owns... owns Shout out to shop. Eddie. Yep. Owns Game Shop downtown Statesville. So. Octothorpe Eddie. Octothorpe Eddie. There we go. Yep. <laughs> that, is, that is the one cousin I know. Okay. I have a few. I have a few cousins. Don't see a lot of them very often. Similarly, family spread out pretty good. Got some cousins uh, Ohio, Florida, New York couple maybe california maybe um i don't even to be honest with you don't even uh know a, a, a whole whole lot of elsewhere where they're at maybe there's more maybe you got random cousins you don't even know about you know you ever thought about that maybe there's just a cousin out there lingering somewhere and like you guys are just waiting to sit down at the diner at a table next to each other start telling that story and before you know it wait a second we're related we're related yeah so i have uh i have one cousin which you know, it's 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 going to be a, a bigger conversation, but she's my cousin aunt sister, and uh, yeah, it's 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 that's loaded right there. That's, but <laughs> I need a she, chart, yeah, right? <laughs> but no, she uh, uh, come to find out, uh, she actually had a uh, family. She moved out to California, ended up finding out that she had a family member that was in California that we never knew about. Somebody reached out to us on Ancestry and said, "Hey, uh, we're related," and we're like, "What? Who are you?" Come to find out, you know, grandparents had a, you know, illegitimate child at some. Well, I say illegitimate child, but had a, a child that nobody knew about. Yeah, and then uh, they reached out to us and said, "Hey, uh, we'd like to connect because we're family." And they're like, "Yeah, you know, everything checked out. I mean, it was legitimate." Did you twenty three and me it up like to find out? One hundred percent. You did. We you really went straight did. DNA. Yeah. Well, because you know you don't know. People are constantly <laughs> like, "Hey, you know, we're family," and oh yeah, now I need money, even you know, et cetera, et cetera. Oh yeah. And we were like, oh, "Well, let's 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 see if this is legit." 100 percent 23 and me dna test came back like 100 percent. we're like wow this is frank wild. did you lead the we need to dna test this conversation did you push that i did not they actually pushed it oh they did they did yeah, they said we will verify this with blood yeah no legitimately we'll spit but yes <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's just as effective in the tests these days okay all right so there you go so 23 and me it's no it's not just to find out criminals of old crimes it's actually to connect families. It's actually used for good. I'm still not going to do the test, but you might want to, because maybe you've got a long-lost cousin out there that you need. National Tequila Day. Interesting day. I, why a Monday? Like, I'll throw that out on a Monday? Right a Monday. That sounds terrible. That sounds absolutely horrible. That's tomorrow's going to be like national bad decisions were made yesterday day. Oh, it's got to be. You got to have a follow up to that. You got to. Because like if I go out with somebody and they're like, oh, I, I want to order tequila. I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested in hanging out with you right now. 
That's not the level I'm looking to get to. Right. I'm try- I was trying to just have it a nice, relaxing evening. And there you go ordering tequila. Nah. Nope. Not going to happen. I'm going to probably say this one wrong. Children's Day in Vanuatu? I think it's Wanawatu. Wanawatu? Like the V is silent? Or it's a W? It's a silent W? I think it's a silent W. It's a silent W. Uh, It promotes the welfare and well-being of children and supports the fight against child abuse. Yep. That movie. Have you seen that new movie out that everyone's talking about? Not yet. Um, I actually I was talking to somebody yesterday. Uh, was it the Freedom, Freedom something? Yeah, yeah. I ha- I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot about it. I've heard a lot about it. I haven't seen it. Um, a lot of real footage I hear in it too. Like there's actual like real footage. Like dude, don't I, I can't yeah. man. Like it's too like it's wrong. We should not. We should, nobody should be taking kids right or people. Right. No one should be abducting people. But I mean, here's the thing with that. You know, there's 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 these awesome documentaries that are out, but you know, what's the follow up? What happens after the fact? Right. right? So we had like Blackfish, and we had you know the uh, the Super Size Me, but you know after those after those documentaries, you know there's there's this big uproar and then nothing. So what are you going to do to uh, to to act? Well, right? black well for Blackfish in particular, I think the orcas made up their own plan. Right. Because that's why you don't see nobody swimming with orcas no more at SeaWorld. They don't even have orcas anymore. I'm pretty sure they got rid of all of them, didn't they? I'm pretty sure that they got rid of every single one of them, and they're gone. But like for this one, the this this freedom movie and and the child abuse. I mean, oh my god! And then uh, President Trump put out that that thing, the the note when he, after he saw the movie, saying that when he's elected again, he will make it to where if you get caught abducting or, or trafficking people, death penalty, straight death penalty. I mean, just going for the jugular. Try me. That's what he said. We could, we could debate death penalty. I think minimum castration. And I'm not talking about like sterilization via needle. I'm talking chop it off. Just cut it off. Whoop. Just get rid of it. Like, hey, you chose. You knew the rules of the game. I mean, we could go straight to death, but sometimes death seems like the easy way out for people. You know what I mean? Like they just caused havoc and like just give them death at that point. I don't know. Maybe that's too easy. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm in a mood today. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. International Self-Care Day. You got to take care of yourself, too, sometimes. Yeah, we got to be conscious of everybody around us. You got to take care of yourself, though, too. So what, what, what's, what's your pamper? Frank, what's your go-to pamper move for yourself? Like, what, what's like, you think, oh, I need some self-care. What is it for you? I ask my wife if I can have some self care. That's <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I really enjoy just doing my own thing, like going out in the woods or just just walking. Un- oh, unplugging. Yeah, like I am constantly sucked to this thing right here, sure. my phone. Sure, and uh, it is. It, it is nice to just turn it off. Yeah, those calls are gonna roll. Yeah, don't care. Nah. It is what it is, and uh, you know, come back to it later. I used to go camping every year at the Linville Gorge, and I would go so deep into the gorge, no cell phone service. And that was just amazing. But the problem is now with children, uh, I can't do that anymore. I'm actually, it's, it's, and it's not good to do that, right? Like you can't, like you can disconnect, but to completely remove yourself from the world when you've got family at home. Yeah, I mean, 
I say completely removing myself. I mean, you know, being able to be stay in touch with home, oh, being sure. able to stay in touch with family, all that. Sure. Yeah, something that that has uh, you know I'm working towards is I have this. We'll call it an RV. I have this toy oh, that uh, I'm working on getting it set. Actually, I'm not working on it. A friend of mine is working on getting it set up so I can take my family out to those like camping trips and things like that, just kind of getting away and doing things. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing that pretty soon. That's awesome. I, I definitely could get down with an RV, something that Demi and I have talked about, wanting to do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's ever really going to happen, though, given, given just our current life. But maybe it will one day. We'll just hit the open road. Good morning, LKN eight four four Studio Four. How do you how do you have self care? How do you guys do it? Give us a call eight four four Studio Four GM LKN. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Frank's on the sticks today. His Bill's at the beach. Bill the beach bum. Maybe that's what we call him now. Talking about self pampering. Self-pampering for me. I, you know what? I, I made a decision today. Well, actually, I was reminded by Demi, thankfully, before I left. I got my shake out of the fridge. Because thankfully, she reminded me again right before I walked out of the door. And so I was able to enjoy this delicious chocolate and spinach shake. Maybe that's self-care. Look, y'all, might, y'all have me liking country maybe a little bit. I'm not a big country music fan. Oh, your heart, I wear it on my sleeve, and I tell everybody. That's what country is to me. That's pretty much it. You got, you got one song and one song only, and it's, I'm going to spew it out. But Jason Aldean, Jason Aldean is not backing down. I, was, we, I saw on Twitter this week, and he was in Cincinnati, and he was talking about all the drama. And he was going in on it. He wasn't backing down. He wasn't backing down at all. He was like, look, it's a song. And you know what? I'm proud to be an American. I'll give it to country music. They're not afraid to back down to their con- of their love of this country. Country and country. Hand in hand. Hand in glove. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe y'all convinced me to start liking country. Demi loves country. Demi absolutely loves country. Me? Not so much. More of a dirty church rap kind of guy myself. Maybe it's my upbringing. I don't know. But with Jason Aldean stepping out and just saying, hey, I'm not backing down from this. I wrote a banger. And y'all are going to try to hate on that? Not going to apologize for loving this country. Not going to apologize for loving people. Being proud to be here. We're here. We're here together. Now, I will throw on some Zach Brown Band. Seen them a few times live. Great show. Great show. Can you consider that country? Frank, is Zach Brown Band considered country? I think so. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, for sure. I'll give it to So, okay. So, wait a second. I like a little bit of country. I'm, I'm willing to say that right now. Three years ago? Three years ago, me? Wouldn't have said it. Zach Brown used to have the uh, uh, Southern Ground uh, Festival, mm. right? And he bounced between Charleston and, and, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. So a lot of country artists would come out. It was really, it was a, a music and food festival that Zach Brown wanted for himself. 
So he brought out all his favorite artists, and I mean, it was it was a absolute time. It was good, a good show. Good time. Oh yeah, fantastic show. I saw him. Uh, in addition to, he plays a PNC Music Pavilion fairly frequently each year, once maybe twice. I don't know, at least once. Uh, he also played Merle Fest years ago, um, back closer to while Demi and I were still at App, and we went and got to see him there. It was funny because we were in the back. You know, I, I sit in the back, and we're all standing. And the type of people that go to Merle Fest, they're not really into standing. They want to sit. It's a fairly, you know, intimate venue. And literally it was, oh, really? You guys are going to stand the whole time? Yeah, we're going to stand the whole time. Because it's Zach Brown Band. Great show. And then, like, it gets dark out and he throws the lights on. And I'm thinking it's just us standing. And then I turn around, everybody's standing. So sorry to the people that were right behind us at that concert. Like, literally, we got the two people behind us. That did not want to stand. But the entire section is standing because it was Zach Brown Band. Maybe it's really that the people that were sitting behind us didn't really appreciate the level of what they were watching. But again, country music, ah. Look, I'm not going to go out out in the limb and say you're going to find me blaring that country driving down the road today. That's probably not going to happen. You might want to. Is country your favorite music? 844-STUDIO-4. I don't know. There's a lot of people that like country. But I'll give it to Jason Aldean. Because when we think about uh, all the things going on in the world right now, and you write a song, if he wrote the song, he's playing the song. It's on, he's recording the song. So he's got to believe in it in some way, shape, or form. He didn't back down. And you know what? He got a lot of cheers there in Cincinnati. And it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder about what you read online. It makes you wonder about what you see on TV. Is it really reality? Are we really in this, in this wild craze of everyone hates everyone? Is that really how people feel? Because I, I don't walk down the street feeling like everyone's like giving everybody the evil eye. Like life is terrible and it's because of you. It's because of the color of your skin that my life is terrible. I just don't believe that. I don't believe that people are that downtrodden. I think people, people believe that there is opportunity out here. Now, there is something to say about, you know, there's certain influences at the top that are trying to stop people from having opportunity. There's no doubt about that. But I make a choice every single day. That choice starts with when my eyes open, do I even get out of bed? And every step forward throughout the rest of the day, I choose. I get to choose what I'm going to do each day. I can't control what other people do. I can control how I react to other people. But I can't, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit around and dwell on, well, if they would have done this, then my life would have been better. No, I'm going to go out and I'm going to find out how to make my own life better. And I'm going to use every opportunity I can. Life's all about choices. Life's all about choices. And here's the thing, Frank. I've talked about it. I told you the story about uh, my great-grandma, Krispy Kreme. She had an opportunity with Krispy Kreme. Have you heard of uh, Tony Bennett? Did you hear he passed away on Friday? Great, great musician. Phenomenal. I'm a big Rat Pack style music fan. Love it. Tony Bennett, dinner and a show. Give it to me. I'd, I'd go every night. I'd go every night. So my mom's side of the family, right, made, my great-grandma, made the choice not to go on the date with the founder of Krispy Kreme back in high school. Come to find out my grandma on my dad's side got, out, got asked out by Tony Bennett. And said no. Can you believe it? 
Can you believe it? The fact that now three times, three times now, look, grandparents, your decisions, your decisions have consequences. Parents, your decisions have consequences. And sure, could I, could I cry over spilt milk? Could I say the Krispy Kreme throne is mine? Should be mine? Absolutely. Could I blame my aunt for not continuing to date John Elway? And me be able to own partially an NFL team right now? And preparing for a new season? Absolutely I could. And now I've come to find out I could have been a platinum recording artist. I could have gone on to play every venue in this entire world. But because of the decisions of my family, I now have to put the pieces back together. I have to be the one to make the decision of no more. No, I'm not going to allow these missed opportunities to continue to occur. Lord help me, for the sake of Noah and Emmy, do not let me make these same similar type decisions. Tony Bennett, I could be hanging, I could have I been hanging out with royalty these days. Eating caviar, just just octothorping it up all day long, just octothorping. That's what your life would be if you were at Tony Bennett's level, octothorping, just hashtags all day. But nope, here I am, sitting in a room hanging out with you, talking about the good old days, what could have been. But see, I can continue to make decisions. And so maybe maybe Jason and Aldine and I are cousins. Maybe that's really the, the mantra here of the story. Maybe, maybe I should do 23 and Me. Because what, what if somewhere along the way, like there's only so many times that the story could, is, well, it, it could have been. Right? Like somewhere along the way, something had to have happened. I'm not saying that, you know, Tony Bennett and I are related in any way. Is it impossible? I don't think so. Is it possible? It's possible. Now, is it practical? Probably not. Most things aren't practical. Most ideas aren't practical. I mean, who would who would have thought that Twitter would have been named X today? Not practical. Definitely would have named my child X. But people do it. People make decisions. And my family continues to make these decisions. And now and it makes me question things. It makes me question. What are we doing here? What, what's, the, what's the craziest thing your family has decided that, that affected you? But here's the thing. We can't, we can't just sit around and dwell upon it. Frank, I can't do it anymore. I can't just sit around and wonder what would have been. I've got to keep moving forward. I've got to decide. What's it going to be? Me or them? And, and I can still sing. I don't think I need Tony Bennett to be able to be a, a sensational star. Me and my bar of soap every day, 5.30 in the morning without fail. We get it going. We're dropping hit after hit, banger after banger. That's the kind of life we live. I don't need anybody telling me I can't. I'll go out and start my own donut franchise. It's better just to 
you know, get one though that's already existing. It's a lot more cost. Daylight donuts. Daylight donuts is phenomenal. But they they got their own thing. I I can't I can't make a claim to daylight donuts. I don't I don't think I maybe the families did in her mind. I got family from Moxville. So if there's any, hey, you never know. Maybe daylight donuts. You know, was Krispy Kreme and then maybe daylight came. Who knows how the paths cross? What if we all just took 23 and me? I won't. You're not going to find me doing it. I just can't. I'm not at a point in my life that I can accept that. Good morning, LKN844 Studio 4. Uh, going to see if we can hear from Joe Berg coming up here shortly, sports director, WSIC. Good morning, LKN. Coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis. Frank's on the sticks. Maybe, maybe I switch it to country. Probably not. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be upset about the many decisions of my family. I'm just gonna keep looking forward. I am excited. Uh, the top-notch journalist team out there. Art Fincannon just uh, texted. He believes Daylight Donuts, the Statesville, Statesville location, Daylight Donuts, is going to be open tomorrow. They've been closed. Taking a little rest and relaxation. Well-deserved. Top-notch family in the community. Open again tomorrow. There's probably going to be a line out the door. Because you can't go too many days without having your Daylight Donuts. There's definitely going to be some birthday certificate goers over there. Because, you know... Pat Shannon gives them away every single day. Gives away them Daylight Donuts every day at 1045. Definitely stick around for Pat's show uh, coming up at 9 o'clock. And who else's show is on daily on WSIC is Joe Berg's show. Joe Berg is the sports director for WSIC. He has a show, The Scoreboard with Joe Berg, which airs Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Does it live from Studio A in Statesville. Joe, how was the weekend? It was an amazing weekend. Now, is that because of sports or just in your personal life? Uh, well, there were some pretty good sports on this week. So just your personal life then? Well, we can say both. Okay, a little bit of both. What, did you, what was your favorite part then about sports this week? Uh, well, the NASCAR race on Sunday was really good. It was quite controversial of an ending. Give it to me. Give him the rundown. So Denny Hamlin um, tried to pass Kyle Larson with a couple laps to go and put him in the wall. Just uh, went for it. Just went for it, drove up into him, and then in his post-race interview, basically said he went full Ricky Bobby. He said, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm the best. Those guys just wrecked. Wow. Just went for it, huh? Not bad. I mean, hey, what's racing about? If you're not willing to put somebody to the side to get first, what are you doing out there? No, I, I completely agree. You do? And I mean, it, it is NASCAR, so rubbing is racing, but it, it seems like recently drivers don't want that to be the mantra that rubbing is not racing anymore. Yeah. If you got that monitor on there in Studio A, Joe, you can turn that down if that's what it is. Um, no, that's down. Okay. Um, okay, so for NASCAR then, we're, we're, we'll pick on Denny Hamlin later on in the week. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get into that a little bit. Is that his first time doing that too, by the way? I thought, I thought that was a common occurrence for him to kind of just shove people out of the way. He did the exact same thing last year at the exact same track to same a different thing. driver. 
But so that's like his move there then on the I triangle. Guess. I think I think what it comes down to at the end is Denny Hamlin has not won a championship yet, and he now has fifty wins. So he's getting a little angry, I think, that he doesn't have that championship under his belt. So where, where did Martin Truex finish up in the race? Truex had an okay race. Um, he did not – obviously, he didn't win. He was up there for a while. Um, he had a pretty decent finish. Okay. Well, so – but Dan, Denny was willing to step out, push him to the side, and keep going. And that's, uh, that's what you got to do when you want the glory. Yeah, so those last restarts at Pocono were always crazy. I mean, it, it looked like Truex was going to be the guy to beat, but on one of those restarts, he chose the inside line. He didn't get a good push, and then that's when we had the Larson and Hamlin incident, and the, the caution came out on the white flag after a car was stopped on the track for over a lap. It was just a mess of a race at the end. What about golf? The tour was this uh, this weekend. Get what what happened? Yeah, we had the Open Championship uh, this weekend, so that was good to see as always. And um, our guy Ben Harmon took home the win. It was his first major win and his third PGA win. Really? Oh yes. And so for he someone, dominated. what happens to someone when they win for the first time like that in golf? Like, do they just get projected to the front, like new sponsors? What's that like? I would think that they kind of gain a little bit of momentum in their personal stuff uh, as far as getting sponsorships and whatnot. But, I mean, with it being his first major victory, it's pretty big. But also, he won by six strokes, which is almost unheard of in a, in a championship like that. Is the pressure mounting for him to follow up with a win again next weekend? <laughs> I don't know if it would because I don't even think he's going to be. He might shoot up the world golf rankings, but he's not going to be there up, up at the top for a while at least. He needs some more consistency. Did Rory cry? No, Rory didn't cry. Who, who cried? I didn't see anybody crying. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry. I got, a, I got a serious question for you. Ping okay. pong or baseball, which one's more athletic? Is that a, is that a real question? Yeah. Um, I, would, I would think baseball okay. would be a little more athletic. Okay. I mean, have you seen these championship ping pongers yet? Yeah, they're crazy. Uh, you can't tell me it's not athletic. They're awesome. I love watching those. I'm just saying. It's it, a real it, I'm not saying it's not athletic. I'm just saying baseball, I mean, being able to hit a ball that's going 100 miles an hour with a tiny bat, you gotta, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, but a ping pong ball is like, what, one-tenth of the size of a baseball? Yeah, but the paddle is just it is almost twice the thickness of a baseball bat. Yeah, but it's not made of the same material, though. Uh, I still think baseball is going to take the edge in that one. And I've never seen someone be able to curve a baseball like you can curve them. <laughs> you haven't been watching baseball over the past couple of years then? Probably a few decades. Probably a few decades. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> All right, what about soccer? What's going on in the world of soccer these days? So um, Charlotte FC played over the weekend in what is called the, um, the League Cup uh, group play. Now, they were down 2 nothing against FC Dallas, and in the second half they scored two goals – and then in penalties, they were able to get the win. Okay, so they, they broke their streak of not winning for a while. Huh? They did finally break that streak. And I'm going to be honest, it was looking bad for a while. Because if you remember, I was talking about they had five consecutive draws. And 
and they they had three losses before that, so it was a real rough stretch. Do you think that given the newness of the franchise that they're in line with kind of where they should be from a winning, you know, record perspective or where where do you think we fall in that? It's hard to tell in MLS because there's been so much expansion recently. Uh, it, it seems like every year a new city gets a new MLS team. So uh, I do know that NYCFC was an expansion team a couple of years ago, and they have finally won their championship. So uh, it, it's kind of hit or miss. I would hope that in the next year or two, Charlotte can become a really good team, top of their table, but time will tell. What does Charlotte FC need in order to win? Like, do we just need Messi? Is that what it's going to take or what? I mean, who, who doesn't need Messi? Let's be honest. If you watched his debut over the weekend, he scored a free kick in stoppage time to win the game. I mean, who, who doesn't want that on their team? That was a kick. That was a kick and a half. It, and it was clean. It was. <laughs> it was. It was, was world-level soccer. But right I there. mean, you could. Did you really expect anything different from from Messi in his very first game for MLS? I mean, I'm now. I don't want to. I gotta watch what I say here because I. I don't need you to go on saying that I know that something's rigged. But could you have expected any other way for that game to end? How many briefcases of cash was he handed <laughs> after the game? Be honest. He was given stake in, in, in the revenue of MLS to come play here, so he's going to be getting quite a bit of briefcases. You can't say that that's not rigged in some way, shape, or form. Although <laughs> I'm not we, saying it. We did, we did talk about, though, from sport. last week we talked about sports betting. Is it illegal if you bet on your team to win? It's not illegal but you can't do it and speaking of sports betting real quick it was really crazy to me that when Messi had his debut you could only bet one side of his his bet so let's say you wanted to bet for Messi to score you could not bet for Messi not to score uh over the weekend it was a little bit weird because so, it was it because it was rigged well, the, the, I guess the money on him not scoring would have been so astronomical that if somebody put a, a $200 bet down on him not to score, he would have owned the, the sports book. There you go. Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director. Check out his show, The Scoreboard with Joe Berg, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Good morning, LKN, coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Frank the Tank on the sticks. Day one of what is going to be uh, a week uh, of, well, half a week, Frank being here. Bill's back on Thursday. Frank, let me ask you, uh, no doubt you thought about it before you came in here today. At the end, As we approach the end of day one, what would you say is your biggest lesson you've learned today thus far? Push the right buttons. <laughs> you make it sound so simple, Frank. You make it sound, <laughs> and you make it look simple too. That's the best part is is execution, and you make it sound and look so simple. Hey, if you're not having fun, it's not worth doing. So that's true. And you also enjoy vehicles. So, and I, I feel remiss I, I, if I don't mention too, as I was going through the national holidays, it is National Motoring Day as well. So, if you want, take a drive today. You know, just get out there, cruise the cruise the streets. Is it supposed to rain all after all afternoon at all? I don't know. It's is it looking pretty good out there? I don't. They don't put me give me any windows in this box I sit in. I don't. I mean, it's 
pretty overcast right now. Overcast. I did not look at the uh, at, at the weather this morning. So yeah, know. it wasn't um you know a little sticky maybe this morning. Is that the appropriate term? Yeah, it was it was it was pretty muggy. Yeah, yeah it felt definitely sticky. A little muggish. Don't get mugged though going out and about. Just uh, don't get mugged by the weather. You know, don't 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 Octothorpe the weather. <laughs> is that is that Octothorpe weather? See, it still just doesn't feel right. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna take us some time to get used to that one. Yeah, we're gonna have to let that one marinate a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. it's probably like an appropriate time to use it. And if you missed it, we're we're referencing our word of the day, which today was Octothorpe, which basically just means hashtag. Created years ago, Octo being eight. If you think about the points of a hashtag and Thorpe, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Possibly Only... the person who created it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Right. What if it was just a random word they made up at the time? Like, hey, what do you guys want to call it? And like someone slipped on a Thorpe and just slipped in the hallway. I love it. So, and that's it. So when I was doing some research for that, Webster had like three different ideas of where Thorpe had come from. Okay. And uh, one was uh, an engineer was, you know, trying to describe, you know, the, the, the Octothorpe, the, the shape. And uh, he had some uh, flash, flatulence. When you know, <laughs> when uh, uh, you know, he was trying to describe it, and they, you know, they were like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, the, it's now called the Octothorpe. So I, I don't know. There's there's three others, or excuse me, two others that had described potential scenarios. But the thing is, nobody knows. Nobody has any idea where Octothorpe actually came from. I'm really trying to make that nexus connection, and I and I'm ha- I'm struggling for it. Uh, but you know what? It's Monday, and so by Tuesday, it maybe it hits. Maybe the light bulb clicks overnight. I wake up in the morning, Octothorpe, bagel, right? You can really say whatever you want after Octothorpe. And that's really going to throw off a room. You want to shake things up at the office? Look, it's 8.51. You're about to walk into the office right now, and you're going to look your boss in the face, and you're going to say, Octothorpe Monday. And that's it. And he's going to, what, what, what? And then he's going to Google it. Yeah, just just walk in the office, say Octothorpe Monday, and just walk out. No context, nothing. Yeah, it's perfect. It pretty much gets you a guaranteed day off right there if you need it. Also, you got to take a random selfie with people. That's the way to do it. Frank, who was the last person you randomly took a selfie with? Uh, Zach Cox, one of our uh, instructors at Apache Solutions. We, uh, we, we goof off quite a bit. Well, so, so there's the problem right there is you knew him when you took the hash, you took the, uh, I, I the did. selfie. I did. You got to do it with somebody you don't know, Frank. It's been a minute since I've done that. You know, when you go Probably in ever. and you go into the to the quick stop and you get yourself a delicious hot dog, you know what I mean, straight off the burners at the gas station, just look at that gas station attendant and say, Octothorpe selfie, and then just throw it up there and see what happens. You know, stick that phone up in the air and let's get them get them in. Now, Frank, Frank is here running, running the board uh, this week, and you can also hear Frank on the weekends. Frank, you co-host a show, Responsibly Armed Citizen, The Rack Show. Two episodes down. You got more episodes coming. That's right. What's the vibe on The Rack Show? So um, episode one uh, was, was fun. I've uh, learned a lot. The there, four pillars. The four pillars, yep. Four pillars uh, rock, was rocking. Yeah. Of safety. Of four safety, pillars yep. of safety. The uh, the introduction, not so much, so just ignore that segment. But everything else, fantastic. Uh, I feel like our show this past uh, weekend went very well. Um, you know, We have some, uh, uh, some very awesome things that are uh, in process for the next show. 
Uh, we're gonna bring uh, we're gonna bring a special guest on for the next show. You're gonna have a guest. We're gonna have a guest. Yeah. So that's all planned out. So uh, wow. stay tuned this Saturday, one o'clock. Um, come uh, come visit. Come come have a listen. The responsibly armed citizen show. That's yep. what we mean by rack. Yep. And, and it's not just about firearms. It's not like we're you're not just putting guns on a table and shooting video of that. That's no. not what it's about. It's about safety and how do you think when you're out? How do you protect yourself? How do you protect your family? And what are some possible scenarios? But it's also about medical safety, too, is something that I, I'll be honest with you, before we chatted, I didn't even think about that concept. Yeah, I mean, there's it's being a responsible citizen goes far beyond, you know, just the cool guy John Wick stuff. There's a lot of things uh, when talked about just your personal safety, your family's personal safety, um, so, you know, some self-defense skill sets that a lot of people may not associate, right? Um, everyone thinks self-defense, oh, you're, you're rocking a gun or, oh, you're, you're going and taking some martial art or something like that. Like, well, yeah, that's an element to it, maybe, if that's, you know, within your realm, within your skill set, if that's your mission. Um, but a lot of times, you know, what's going to be more likely it's going to happen? Are you going to have a self-defense situation or are you going to come up on somebody who needs, you know, some medical attention of some sort, right? Sure. And that's that's far more likely. So you should have some training. You should seek out somebody that has a little bit of knowledge that you can learn from that. You know, there uh, was there was a situation in our house this weekend. Um, Demi or Emmy stepped on a little shell. No blood was drawn. Right. But I was prepared to get the tourniquet if I needed it. <laughs> they may a little be, be maybe a little much in that scenario, but you know. A, a little bit premature on my move, so I'm working that out. I'm getting the jitters out, getting used to it. Like hey, I said, didn't penetrate, but I was prepared. At at least you had one and uh, at least you if you needed to, at least you had the skills to be able to apl- properly apply. That's it. exactly so, right. Good, kudos to you, man. And then it's a mindset because you just right. got to be ready and you can't freak out. That's right. Like, that's what I'd start doing. That Normally, before we met, Frank, it'd be, everybody calm down. Nobody panic. That would be me. And while in my mind, like a duck underwater, right? The feet just going, panicking. But not now. Cool, calm, and collected. Oh, you need a tourniquet? I'm on it. And that's what I did. I, re- I was ready to grab it if I needed it. But again, Demi said, she's fine. Emmy is okay. Stop it. And so now I, now I feel like, Frank, i got to put the genie back in the bottle. And I don't know how to do that yet. Do you have a lesson on that? No, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Okay. Time we'll, and place. Time and place. We'll find a balance <laughs> between all of it. Uh, someone who provides balance every single day at WSIC is Pat Shannon. And Pat Shannon's coming up uh, in about less than 10 minutes. You're going to hear from Pat. And Pat is, uh, you know, uh, you look up the definition of community. Pat Shannon's picture pops up. You want to buy something? You want to sell something? Trade something? Maybe you found something? Maybe you lost mittens the kittens? Well, maybe someone's going to call in and uh, help you find them. And you can do that during the home ad show, the world-famous home ad show. Now, Pat's coming up here shortly. Uh, also giving away prizes every day. I told you, Daylight Donuts opens back up tomorrow. There's going to be a long line. I can only imagine what that line is going to be like tomorrow when they open back up. And there's going to be a lot of people there with birthday certificates because every single day at 1045, Pat gives away, gives away some prizes that include Daylight Donuts. It includes a free smoothie or coffee from Lake Mountain Coffee. It includes a free salad bar from the Boxcar Grill. That's what, that's what Pat does every single day, cares about the community deeply. And then uh, Representative McNeely is going to be in today. I'm actually going to be going to Studio A after this. I'm going to run the board for McNeely's show, Representative McNeely's show, 
Uh, Joe Berg usually does that, but he's got something going on. And so I'm going to, they're going to put me back in the game. You know, they took me out of the game, but now they got to put me back in the game, Frank. And so I'm going to do that today. And then later on this afternoon, today's Real Talk, I'll be back on the air later at 3 o'clock, talking all things North Carolina real estate, business, and life. And then 4 o'clock, Joe Vagnone, small business broker expert. I mean, I've had the opportunity to sit down with Joe Vagnone and talk business and just learn from him. Uh, I mean, you talk about somebody who's got years of experience as it relates to buying and selling businesses. Joe Vagnone, expert understands valuations, understands the process, understands systems. And what he does is he showcases all the other businesses in the community. If you've not heard Joe's show, you got to check it out. That's going to air at 4 o'clock today. And then Brian Summers, he's back in town. He had a guest host Thursday and Friday. I think he's back from hanging out with, uh, you know, the the exuberant uh, Rolodex that he has, usually associated in Washington, D.C. is where he gets away to. That's his getaway. Go hang out with people in Washington, D.C. And uh, so he's back in town, as far as I know. I think the jet landed. And uh, so you're going to want to check that. Maybe he was on Air Force One. I don't know. Giddy up. Going to have to ask him about that. Yeah, so Brian Summers, uh, on the record with Brian Summers. That airs Monday through Friday from 5 to 6. And then like we talked about, Joe Berg. The scoreboard with Joe Berg. Top-notch sports journalism. Uh, Now he has moved on to uncover the newest scandal. Messy. It's messy because he's talking about messy. Major League Soccer. I mean, just literally pulling up yachts of cash for this guy to play in the MLS. You can't even bet particular ways on games as it relates to Messi. You tell me that's not corruption. You tell me something's not rigged. Joe Berg's investigating it. And when he unleashes a report, you really got to be prepared for when he releases his reports. My gosh. Full lineup you can find at WSICnews.com. It's been Good Morning LKN. Uh, Octothorpe Monday. Octothorpe Monday. Look it up if you didn't. If you missed our word of the day, check out our word of the day every day. And uh, we appreciate you hanging. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>